Hi, this is Joseph, the host and creator of Sci-Fi Graveyard, as hosted by The Heart of Geek. Is there a topic that you love to talk about? Would you love to share that topic with millions of listeners around the globe? If so, then you're almost there to starting your own podcast. The only thing you need is Anchor.fm. With Anchor.fm, you can record, edit, and publish your own podcast to the Anchor site and to popular podcasting sites around the world. So what are you waiting for? If you'd like to get started, all you need to do is head to the Play Store on Android or the App Store if you have an iPhone. Start the download and get recording today. Thank you for listening to Sci-Fi Graveyard and on to the podcast. Hello, guys, and welcome to our latest episode of the Sci-Fi Graveyard. Tonight, we're going to discuss the film, The Philadelphia Experiment, 1984. That 1984 is important for later on. So just a brief recap of what the Philadelphia Experiment is. This is a, a 1984 science fiction film directed by Stuart Ratfield, and it stars Michael Perret, probably mispronouncing that, Bobby DeSico, and Nancy Allen, who Nancy Allen, most people might know from RoboCop. The movie is based about, around the urban legend of the Philadelphia Experiment, where the U.S. Navy experimented with invisibility or basically a cloaking device to make our ships invisible to radar. Uh, the movie is about two sailors aboard the USS Eldridge that are accidentally transported from 1984, or I'm sorry, from World War II, 1943, uh, in, from Philadelphia. They're transported to the present, which in this case is 1984, and they're, on the, they're in Nevada. And so the whole point is them trying to figure out what happened and how to get back possibly to 1943. And this is a quick synopsis without any spoilers. Uh, so two bits of trivia. Unlike the final countdown, which was the last movie we talked about, uh, the U.S. government did not want to put their name on this movie in any way, shape, or form, mostly because of the Philadelphia experiment in and of itself which is the second bit of trivia. It's an alleged military experiment supposed to have been carried out at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyards in Philadelphia sometime in the 1940s. And, and this is actually why the ship in the movie was the Eldridge, because the Navy destroyer Eldridge was claimed to have been rendered invisible or cloaked to enemy devices. And... And so that's what the movie's about. And, of course, the, the Navy didn't want their name tied to this urban legend or conspiracy theory. And, and so those are that. that's pretty much it for the trivia. We're going to start on first impressions. I'll go first. Uh, I actually just wanted to watch this film, like, just from remembering bits and pieces from the 80s. Like I said in the last review, I've always confused these two movies in my head and so I wanted to finally straight them out straighten them out so my first impressions was I didn't really wasn't expecting a great movie but I thought it hopefully it would be enjoyable hopefully I would sit through it and enjoy it I'll be honest with you I was a little hesitant to watch it because I just wasn't sure if I was gonna like it or not and so that was my first impression so that and to alleviate the confusion in my head with the final countdown I decided to give it a go so I can at least put that to rest. Who would like to go next? Well, okay, I guess I will. <laughs> because I mean, there was a big old blank on. space. <laughs> I mean, 
I mean, I could start calling I'm on being people too like polite. in elementary school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am being too polite. So, Josh, what was your first impression before you actually sat down and watched well, it? Well, I mean, I, I thought I watched it a long time ago. Like, uh, I don't know, when I was younger. But then when I started watching it, I was like, oh, well, okay, yeah, I don't think I watched it before. But, yeah, like, the main, I actually didn't expect a whole lot out of it. I thought it was going to be a lot, uh, a lot worse than it was, but still, I mean, especially when you notice that it was, like, 50% of Rotten Tomatoes, and then I was... Uh, I actually thought that it wasn't as bad as that because I've seen some shitty movies before, but it was definitely not a shitty movie. So it was surprising, but that was pretty much it. Nice. And um, I'll just, Jeremy, you can go next. What were your first impressions before you sat down and watched Well, it? my first impressions was I was expecting as much out of this as I was the final countdown. I actually got more out of this one, though. But the the interesting part to me is, I don't know what it was about the 80s. I don't know if you guys agree or not. But the trailers in the 80s were like four minutes long. It seems like most of them are. If you ever look at 80s trailers, they seem to be four minutes long. But what I notice is, out of this trailer, you pretty much get the movie. I mean... You know, I, I, if if you watch the trailer, you almost get the the big parts of the film, and I would actually agree. So because I just rewatched the trailer. yeah, and uh, so that's my takeaway. I mean, if you watch if you watch the trailer, you're almost gonna know what the movie's about, um, and not get much. There's just filler in between that and the movie. <laughs> um, I got you, but uh. That's what I got. And and I did see this years ago. I mean, obviously, but um, I didn't remember it as much as I thought I did. So rewatching it yesterday actually refreshed a lot of things. But those were my first impressions in terms of watching the trailer before I actually went and watched it again. Nice. Steven, Steven what was your first impression? Uh, well, sitting down that, that was pretty much my whole thing was that the trailer pretty much gives away the entire movie except for like the last two minutes uh but what i thought was cool about the trailer that set this up differently for me than the final countdown was the fact that it's centered around two dudes instead of like the entire crew of the ship so it was able to be like a stronger and more character driven movie with uh at least from the trailer and I'll get into wh- whether or not that translated to the whole film when we talk about that, but just that was my first impression of it. So. Okay. And I, I get you. And the trailer did reveal way too much because, like I said, I literally just rewatched it just to kind of refresh myself before we started recording. And it, like, the, one of the big parts of the movie is, like, right in the trailer. Like, seriously? But um, I do want to, um, I do want to, I do want to mention this real quick before we talk about what we thought afterwards. So I, I was looking at the Wikipedia page for this movie before we started recording, and I didn't know this beforehand. But apparently, this movie is based on a book called *The Philadelphia Experiment: Project Invisibility*, published in 1979. So I thought I'd just throw that out there. I didn't know that. <laughs> but um, after watching this film, I'll, I'll guess I'll start with the final 
um, analysis after I watched it. I actually enjoyed this a lot better than the final countdown. I thought it was a better movie. I love Nancy Allen because who doesn't love, love Officer Lewis? Um, who doesn't yeah. love Nancy Allen? And I actually really enjoyed this film. I thought it was a lot more fun. It it actually kept my attention a lot more than I thought it would. Whereas the the final countdown kind of meandered about with where they could have posed some serious questions, but they reframed. I actually thought the Philadelphia Experiment was a was a really enjoyable film. It was better than I anticipated. I really liked it. It's. I thought there were some things were convenient, like Nancy Allen all said, I'll help you guys. I don't have Stockholm Syndrome. I'm not Patty Hearst. But other than that, I, I mean, there's a few things, but I actually really enjoyed it. There's a lot more action. So the only thing I didn't get was why didn't they just talk to the military? Like, they knew the military were after them. They're military. But I guess that's that that kept the story going, but I actually really enjoyed it. Again, I, I don't really have a lot to say about this one, just that it was really enjoyable. It was a good popcorn flick of its time, and I definitely liked it better than than The Final Countdown. I thought it was a better movie. And so, since Steven went last, Steven, you can go next this time. Okay. Uh, well, I was going to say, uh, basically, what I thought was cool was the fact that uh, right at the beginning of the movie, they they had like a scene, of course, in 1943, and it basically laid out a lot of like world building because it was like, okay, you know these guys are going to end up in the future, but it's like uh, they set up the one guy and he's like, oh, he's got a reason to come back, you know, and then it's like, well, the other guy probably doesn't so much. And, like, it just, like, lays out the groundwork for what the rest of the movie is going to be. And it does it in a, a way that's, like, okay, cool. And by the time this thing picks up, which takes a while, but, uh, it just, like, it just, it's paced weird because it's an 80s movie. But once it picks up, it it goes, like, full bore to the end of the movie. But... I mean, I thought I thought it was really cool that, that it was, like, it had this big, like, grandiose scale to it, but it was really about the relationship of these two dudes and then this one girl that ends up along for the ride. And, and it just kind of, from there, it just goes, oh, hey, this thing that's really elaborate and crazy and, like, a vacuum tunnel that's sucking everything into it for... So, a so many mile radius seems at least remotely plausible because there's like a bunch of scientists going, Oh crap. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, Oh, yeah. okay. There's stakes in this and they're pretty big and it's believable because they're telling us that the stakes are crazy, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was pretty character driven, but it had some action, even though it had a couple of things like you were saying where the mil the, could have gone to the military and been like, hey, uh, things are weird, and um, we're from the past, and I don't understand it, and then maybe at least have people not trying to do things. But considering the military tried to kill them, apparently, like right off the bat, it's like, uh, maybe they, I can understand the reticence there. But that's really it. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, I get why. Yeah, because they they uh the choppers come because the choppers don't know that they were because just to explain a little bit to the people who haven't seen the film, and this is a little spoiler. They they're sucked into where they are in Nevada, and I is because they are recreating the experiment again with the same doctor, even though he was in. That's what it creates like a wormhole type deal, which brings them from the past into the present. And so that's, so I get, yeah, I get at the beginning that they're running because they were scared because the chopper like is like trying to shoot at them, but I think it gets taken down by like the storm or something. And so that's how they're able to get away. The only thing I thought was interesting was um, when they went to the diner to get food, I'm like, I wanted to see them try to pay with outdated money. To be honest with you, I was waiting for that. <laughs> I did think that yeah, I agree. <laughs> I thought that they were going to be like, oh, yeah, we, and, and they would have said, like, in the bar scene or like where they make it to the place where they're paying for food or whatever. I was expecting them to be like, oh, yeah, it's $10. And they're like, oh, shit. Why ain't they, this like $2 or like a They did like a mini like version of that when he looked at the check and was they like, did. I don't have that kind of money. Like, why is this so expensive yeah. for a second? He said it all in his face. He didn't actually say it out loud, but it was definitely like, a, oh, this is way more expensive it was, it than was I thought. There. I, so I was hoping money. they would lay some money on the table. And then they would, because the money obviously must have, I, I don't know what money looked like back in 1983, but there would have had to have been some differences, especially with some of the coinage and stuff like that. So it would have been kind of interesting for them to see that. that <laughs> Even if you slapped it on the table yeah. and they were like, oh, you're short, like 10 bucks. <laughs> yeah, that would have been funny too. <laughs> that would have been funny too. But um, I'll circle back and go, Jeremy, what what were your thoughts? After you um, well, I, Stephen kind of stu- uh kind of pointed to it but um the first one i mentioned in my intro was that i didn't get much else out of the movie besides what was in the trailer besides some filler but it but where in watching the movie it was kind of iffy for me was that i didn't understand how it went from the military trying to take them out to the military, to the scientists, wanted needing his help <laughs> to to stop everything. Yeah, it did seem like a quick. You would have you would have thought that they would have known that, and they wouldn't have been going after him in the manner that they were throughout the movie. It seemed like it was a uh, we need some action in this movie, so this is how we're going to do it type of thing. Yeah, so, I thought the so, same so, way too. So they were trying to hit all the buttons, you know, with the with the two guys and then the romantic part with Nancy Allen and him and the, the action sequences. And then the, he comes and saves the day sequence and all that kind of good stuff all in the same movie. And, and I did the same thing that you did when I looked at the Wikipedia. And one thing that I thought that was interesting was that John Carpenter wrote the original draft to it. Um, I saw that, at the but I but then uh, also that I guess the script had been rewritten nine times before it was actually finished, and the way it was finished was the screenplay was he dictated what he wanted to somebody else, <laughs> and that's what they and went they with. Wrote it? Wow. Yeah, so um, so that kind of explains why the movie 
was kind of the way it was to me. But those were my impressions. I It was nowhere near as bad as some of these other ones that we've seen. Uh, it was one of the better ones. Um, it seems like as we watch more and more, we're progressing up the chain. So maybe the next one that we watch will be even better than these. Yeah. So. Well, I, I try to find obscure and lesser known films and stuff like that. The only reason I did the two I did. I know. I'm just messing. Uh, I'm just messing. I, I'm just saying the progression of, because the very first one we watched was kind of bad. <laughs> but yeah so so i had i had a hard yeah. time finishing it so um and i think i yeah i think i mentioned that in my review of it so um no we should have what i should have done is had y'all watch the riff track or the mst yeah so well there was auto there was auto man too yeah. but, i mean you know those two were way down on the scale compared to to um, final countdown, even in this one, and then you know, so um, I'll be interested to see what we talk about next time. I, I have, well, I actually have been making a list, and I, when I you mm -hmm. know I like to go thrifting, and so when I go thrifting, I actually look for movies, and some of the movies I look for are stuff for this, or just stuff to add to my collection. And I did find one at a thrift store a few weeks ago. Um, as you, I, due to the current situation, I don't get out very often to being high risk, but I did have to get away because I was losing my mind. And I did go to a thrift store near my house, and I found an anime that I wanted to watch, and I thought we could do that one next. It's got, I believe it's Kiefer Sutherland's in it. It's called Armitage mm -hmm. 3. And I remember them announcing well, it Dev, way back in the day on the South I think I do. Dev is, yeah, I have seen that. It's back in the day too but still it's a good anime though yeah it's back and it, yeah and that's why i wanted to talk about it because it um i see people post about anime but i just thought this would be a cool one the only other one anime that i would like to do off the top of my head i know i'm getting off subject we're going to circle back is um galaxy express 39 which i also saw on the sci-fi channel and iria zara and the animation are two others that i'd like to talk about down the line but yeah, I'm trying to pick things that we can find, and so these uh, these were available on Voodoo. I know you found it via Tubi, and so so I'm trying to find stuff that we have access to, just because as much as I would love to do like old school stuff, it's just harder to find it, just because it's not on DVD mm -hmm. or it's not on Blu-ray, or it's not av available digitally. But um, it was an enjoyable film, so I did pick this one, obviously, because we did the final countdown, and these two movies are super similar in their basic premise, even though they execute it differently. Uh, the whole World War II going to the present or the present to World War II, it's like the flipping of the coin, and so that's why I chose this one for this week, just to kind of balance the scales, as it were. And Josh, last but not least... All right. Well, I actually thought that this was, like, better than I expected, really. But, like, certain things kind of, like, irritated me when watching it. It's mostly nitpicking, though. It's like, we were talking about That's the whole, fine. like, the, the military attacking them type of shit. It was, like, definitely, like, they were trying to put some filler into it. Because, I mean, really, at the end of the day, like, if you would have went back into time, 
and stuff like that, wouldn't the first thing you would want to do go to the fucking dude that was doing it, the experiment, trying to find out about, like, how to do the experiment or whatever, like, what went wrong or whatever. But some of my stuff was, I thought it was, like, I didn't expect it to be set in the 80s still. So, like, when I was watching it, I thought when they went into the future that they went into the far... I was thinking more sci-fi thinking for it. Oh, that they I went into that, like that they were going to go even farther in time, right? So then when I saw that they were uh, set yeah, in the 80s, so, I was like, oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> so you were, you were thinking far future yeah, instead of Yeah, but I mean, that's sci-fi. mostly my sci-fi mind, though. Like, most of the stuff that I've ever seen, like Tron okay. and stuff like that, they go into super sci-fi territories, and this was like, oh, we just went like a few years into the like into the future and shit like that. I think it did more time traveling shit in this movie than it did in the Final Countdown, which, and definitely, I think that the one main reason why I think that the movie was better than Final Countdown was because the cast was like there was only a few people in the and like main people that were around it where there was only like three people mainly that they ended yeah. up having for most of the movie so they were able to do yeah, yeah so the they didn't have movies. to spread their shit like too far so i think that's why like the movie is better as a whole yeah is knowing that there's like less people in it the... Yeah, the the final countdown was definitely overcrowded compared to this film, where they were basically a thousand plus people were the the characters in this movie because you have to think about the whole ship, and then this was the 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 two leads plus I'm gonna call her love interest because, uh, but she was in involved and then, so. So yeah, I agree with you. It was it was this one was more this one. I think this one moved a little bit better as far as I, I know there's some pacing issues, but kind of flow of the story a little bit. Not, and and I say that because it, it didn't feel like it, like I'm trying to justify what I feel now. So when I say that, I know it, it, it is weird that it was like action filler, action filler, but it felt different and a little bit better than when watching the, the final, the final countdown in comparison because the final countdown just felt like most of the yeah. filler between they got there into when Pearl Harbor attack was supposed to be <laughs> taking place. And it, and so it was like you had the beginning and then you had the act three, but like the whole second act was basically like just this filler where at least the filler in this movie was spread out. And so to me, it was it, it the pace moved mm-hmm. a little bit faster even though the pacing and the flow wasn't perfect, it still felt like a quicker watch than the final countdown, even though the run times are super similar. They're both about an hour and a half long, and the final countdown felt like it was yeah. a longer movie. <coughs> and so, it, I know we, we this one's not really a long episode, so I don't think there's a lot to say about this film. Uh, I think everyone pretty much enjoyed it. Uh, to me, it's a popcorn film. I would I wouldn't be watching this for any like deep digging and a study of how 
the mind of the human mind or anything. Like I wouldn't, this is not a film you would break down to answer those big questions or anything. I think the, the final countdown was the perfect premise to answer like some deep questions about time travel. And I think they wasted it. Whereas this one seemed like more of an adventure film that had sci-fi time travel in it. And so I, I don't feel like this is really one of those things about breaking down those those types of questions of what you would do in this situation, even though that one character is faced with should he stay or should he go. And again, no spoilers, even though this movie has been out since 1984, I'm not going to spoil it because I do think everyone should give it a go. And if we're all done talking about our thoughts, then let's see if we should, uh, if this one should, was it rest in peace, rise from the grave, and I think it was it's been so long since we've done an episode. I'm just going to leave it up. Should y'all let it this one? I'm just going to leave it at two because I, I do think this is a good enough film. Should it should it get another chance or should it just rest on its own laurels? So what do y'all think? Well, I'm going to say it's going to rest in peace. I don't think it needs to be remade again. Honestly. Honestly, I think the same thing, too. Just because they have tried I, to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. I was going to bring that up. I, I think, the same thing. I think, it, I think it's just fine the way it is. I don't think updating it would do anything to change the story or fix it in any way, in, in any substantial way. So I think just leave it the way it is. And if you want to see it, have a look. If not, that's fine. I would say... What's, I'm sorry. I was done. That's it. I say, oh, okay. So I say, let it rest in peace. Let it, let, let it, let it be the way it is. Enjoy the 1984 version of this film. And I did mention at the beginning of the podcast, I would say why that was important because this movie actually was remade in 2012. I believe is when it came out as a made for TV movie. And I didn't watch it. I, I probably should before I start saying anything about it, but I honestly looked at the trailer and it looked really low budget which it's made for tv so it's going to be it just didn't look very interesting and so i think if you're going to watch the philadelphia experiment you should watch this version of the film just because it just looks better and it was an enjoyable film and i think it's worth a watch and does anyone else have anything no, they'd like to add? Me. i don't think so Again, this is a shorter one because I didn't think there was just don't think there's a lot of talk about in this film, and it wasn't it wasn't one of those films that we would break down. Yeah, we didn't need to pick like, it apart or anything. And I know I've repeated myself several. We times. didn't need to like pick it apart or What's anything. That? It was just it was pretty all right. Yeah, this movie didn't need to be picked apart. It was all right. It it's it's not a perfect movie. It's not a terrible movie. It's an enjoyable. Like I said, it's a popcorn film. And if you're bored and you got an hour and a half to kill, give it a go, especially if you like sci-fi. But for Sci-Fi Graveyard, I'd like to thank you all for listening this time. Sorry it took so long, but we're going to try to get on a more consistent schedule. And so anyway, I'm I'm Jeremy. Elvin. I'm Josh. And I'm Steve. And so we'd like to thank you for listening tonight and have a great night. Peace out. Peace. And bye. (laughs) 